guys, I'm Amy, the founder of Women of Crypto. Hi everyone, I'm Jillian, a moderator for Women in Crypto. Um, just so, as you guys know, we're wearing the Women of Crypto hoodies, so we're going to be giving them out to our, some of our holders as well through like different giveaways, um, as well as we'll have them online like on an e-com shop as well. Um, just so like all the podcasts are basically going to be wearing like the Women of Crypto merch, just, you know, just so you guys are aware. Um, but yeah, so today's our first Women of Crypto episode. I'm not going to lie to you. We've done this around three times already and we've decided to redo it every single time. So this is the fourth time we're doing it, the podcast episode. So, um, so basically for this episode, how it's going to go is it's going to be more just like a Q&A session interview kind of thing. So where we can almost just go over like the background of Women of Crypto and everything, just like the backstory of it. Um, so Jillian here is going to ask me like a few questions and then we're just going to go over them. Um, but in terms of the future for the podcast, we're just going to be talking about um, like at the NFT space, current events in the NFT space, upcoming projects, women in the Web3 space, as well as having some influential like women speakers as well come on to the podcast. So hopefully you guys subscribe, tune in and let's just get started. Okay, first question. What inspired you to start the collection? So with Women of Crypto, it really all started when I was in the NFT space as an investor and a flipper. You know, it's a flipper's market. But basically, um, I was in a bunch of different discords and a bunch of different communities. Um, and at that time, that's when 3D projects just started, like, you know, taking off and becoming like the meta. Um, and I noticed that most of the 3D projects coming out were all male dominated and like most of the time when they were avatars they were all guys and though i didn't i never saw any like full 3d avatar woman collections um and i always felt kind of weird about it because i was like why why are there so many male collections coming out but no female collections you know um and so i wanted to create a project that was more represent representative of women in the space um and also like at that time when i was joining all these communities i couldn't put up like a profile picture of like a male avatar because everybody's calling me dude or sir or whatever and i was just like you know i want and even when people knew i was a girl they were like oh you know you're faking you're not you're not a real woman you're just like putting a woman avatar photo up or like your own profile picture just so you can get whitelisted for a project and so at that time it was definitely very male dominated. I see now a little bit more integration and diversity in the space, but we still have like a long ways to go. Okay. Do you think being a female founder has changed your experience a little bit? Yeah, so I mean, for sure, being a female founder definitely has changed my experience. I think almost when I first started Woman of Crypto, I was seen as an easier target for like scams and hacks and just different um, hurdles that we had to go through just because I am a woman and I am young in the space. Um, and so I think for a lot of people, they kind of saw me as like an easy target for sure. Um, and I did deal with like definitely like a lot of people scamming me out of a lot of money and definitely. tricking me into thinking me thinking that they're going to help me or that they're, you know, they want to do something for one of crypto or help us when in reality they were just taking advantage of the fact that I was, they thought I was gullible, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and which I was, I was really naive because yeah. again, like there lacks, there's a lack of a lot of education out there in the NFT space, especially as being a founder of a project. Th there wasn't much information out there on like what an ERC721A tokener was or how to find a good Solidity developer, how to manage like a huge community or, you know, what to look out for, like the red flags to look out for when you're like building your team. So I definitely had to, like learn a lot from like trials and tribulations but i think that it it was all a learning lesson and it, I, it created like invaluable um like information and education and like lessons for me yeah. 
that I want to like you know pass on to our holders as well. How was your experience when that hack on the Discord happened? Oh my gosh! I mean, yeah. so for those of you guys who don't know, Woman of Crypto was hacked four days before launch, um, and the story was actually really really insane because the people who were hacking us were waiting for Mint Day to hack us. And so basically, like, when we got hacked, what they did, like, initially what they did was that they banned all of our, my team members, and it was just me on the Discord, and they basically shut down all the channels and started keep kept that. one channel up and posted 150 announcements in 10 minutes and were tagging everybody. So then everybody was going and feeling like an urgency to mint. Yeah. And this is a really, really common hack in the NFT space. Um, it's normally people get, um, the Discords get hacked through a webhook, that your mods will click on. So what these hackers do is they go into a Discord and they find like um, like a weak link. <coughs> they find a weak link within your Discord. And for example, like if a mod or an admin doesn't have like two-fac on or they clicked a link or a photo or like a QR code that um, has a webhook in it, they ultimately can enter your account that way and basically like, you know, post these announcements and hack your Discord. And so it was really, really tough because um, obviously like I felt so bad because there are so many people who minted like we we sold around two hundred thousand dollars worth of nfts in 10 minutes from that hack it was a fake hack yeah. you know like they posted they made a fake website of us they um we ended up you know selling a lot within 10 minutes and it was crazy because i felt like i was at war with these hackers because we were like saying don't mint don't mint don't mint and then the hackers would delete our message and then we'd yeah. delete their message and it was just like back and forth back and forth but I got really lucky because we had an advisor at that time who actually joined the day before and he told me that he like called me and was like, Amy, like I have a really bad feeling about your discord. Like you're giving way too many permissions to people and like the admin access to most of your mods. And he's like, this is not OK. Like, you know, and at that time, I didn't know anything about like discord cybersecurity or anything. So and again, like this information isn't really like, readily available for founders of projects. And so. Um, I didn't really take it seriously and then the next morning he we started taking off permissions one by one like because he was like Amy you have to do this like just trust me on this as soon as we started taking permissions the hackers knew that they weren't gonna be able to hack us on mint day which is why they chose it to do it th at that moment um, and it was really really scary like but our community bounced back so fast and it just goes to show like how strong woman of crypto community was um, and obviously like we reimbursed everybody that ended up minting from the fake website and um, I reimburse them, you know, whether it was ETH or NFTs, and so, yeah. No, yeah, I remember, um, actually that morning I was, um, chatting in the Discord, and I reme just remember the Discord disappearing off my phone, mm -hmm. and I thought my phone was acting up, my Discord on my phone was glitching, so I had gone to my laptop just to see if I can get back in, it was gone on my laptop too. So I had called Amy on FaceTime and was like, I can't get into Discord. Like the Discord, um, the Discord is off my phone. Like I can't, I don't have access to it anymore. And she, she, that's when she realized like everything was disappearing. Like she got, yeah, on. cause it was like all within like a couple minutes. I got texts from everybody being like, hey, like why is the Discord off my phone? I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then I go into the Discord and everybody's like tagging me, like, Amy, you got hacked. You got hacked. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I realized we got hacked and I was like, oh shit, like yeah, this is serious. On and it was like a very intense hack. Like they deleted all of our channels. They posted like 150 announcements tagging everybody. Like there are some hacks that are like, easier to manage but they put in like i forgot like 25 webhooks into our project um into our discord and it was like 
it felt like we were at war with these people. Yeah. And even at that time too, I was getting, I mean, this is like the biggest lesson I've learned in the NFT space is to not trust anybody. And like, you have to do background checks on people and do your due diligence because during that time as well, I was getting like, I'm not even kidding you. I got like, I think like a thousand DMs. I got like hundreds of emails, like people telling me like your discord got hacked, your discord got hacked. Oh, I got money. Like, you know, like I minted it. I minted, I lost money, blah, blah, blah. And I even got a lot of messages from cybersecurity people telling me, Hey, I saw that you got hacked. Let me help you. But those were the hackers themselves trying to yeah. like hack me even further. Mm -hmm. And so at that time I ended up trusting somebody who I thought, you know, was credible because he was working for another credible project that I was collabing with. And he ended up putting in another webhook while I was on the phone with him to like hack us again. So That's it was crazy. like, it was a really messed up situation. Um, and even like to, 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 to just describe this even further, like these hackers normally also when they hack people, they like will claim that they lost money in the scam to make even more money. So they'll like mint it themselves and like send you the ether scan and be like, hey, like I lost um, this amount of money. And That's then crazy. like when we were doing like an audit on all the ether scan links when we um, were hacked and we found like, quite a few people like lying about um, minting and they were actually the hackers themselves and our sm our solidity developers are really smart so they were able to like catch these right off the bat and be like amy no like yeah. these are hackers like these are the people like that hacked you no yeah i remember that i had been a mod maybe for like two weeks at this point um and i was like i had been kicked out of the discord i was so sad for the rest of the day i was about like close to crying because I was I like mean it was like a super emotional day for everybody because it was like a, a ton of stress but I think we had it really really easy easy compared to how other projects got it like some I projects was millions right of dollars yeah because some people don't notice for a while or like they're sleeping when it happens so we got super super lucky on the timing of it where and I then also the like time. how where like we had people who knew what they were doing like on an advisory board um so I would say it's the best case scenario because it could have been way worse. And like, I learned so much from that. Like I know now like about auditing, us, um, like the, the audit logs and then um, how to tell who hacked who, um, avoiding these hacks now. And then also like the webhooks, like what even is webhook, you know? Yeah. Um, it's really, it's honestly like a, a really, really interesting subject to talk about. I think we can even dedicate like one full episode on this yeah. at one point because I think it's super important that if you are starting a project or even if you are like in the NFT space, like actively in there, it's important to Bring be able to, you can actually trust to be, well, not that, but to be able to, to understand like discord and, you know, look out for like these red flags or even hacks and be able to, to distinguish them. Yeah. Okay. So do you think discord was meant for NFTs? So Discord, I think before was more like of a gaming community, um, but I think that Discord, I mean, first glance for a lot of people, Discord can be kind of intimidating just because there's so much going on and like um, so many people in one space and just like so many different channels and stuff. But I think it, it's almost what helped build the culture behind NFTs. And so I think Discord is honestly a very essential platform for NFTs in general. And I know that some of your projects coming out right now actually don't even open up a Discord and they're just minting out just that way. Um, just because obviously like with Discord, there comes their pros and their cons. Like the pros is you can build like a great community and you can spread information faster that way. Cons is like, you know, you can get hacked or there can be FUD or there can be just like, you know, different things like that. And so 
I don't know. I think Discord's essential for NFTs for sure. What are the pros and cons of starting your own NFT project? So, okay. I mean, the pros, I think it's if you have like a good vision behind it and you're willing to put in the work, obviously, like there are a lot of pros to it. Like, you know, you're going to meet a lot of great people in the Web3 space. You're going to see the Web3 space in a whole nother perspective than if you were just an investor. Like starting a project just shows you a whole nother world, you know, the type of people that you're going to meet, the type of things that you're going to go through, the type of lessons that you're going to learn is so different from an investor's angle. Um, And again, pros, you're going to build a huge community. You're going to make a lot of friends. You're going to meet a lot of people. You're going to have you're going to be able to create a group of people who have the same vision and interest as you like for women of crypto, like obviously like female empowerment in the Web3 space was super important for me, especially because um, I I noticed that there was a huge gender gap at that time. Um, and cons, obviously, uh, it's a lot of stress. Like I've talked to even like some founders that told me like they gave up halfway because it was just so much work. And you have to have to, like, I can't stress this enough, you have to have a solid team behind you because if you don't, you will not succeed. And I got super lucky because I came into the right people and obviously I had some, you know, some bumps. some bumps in the road and some people who just weren't, didn't have the best interest in mind for Women of Crypto at that time. Um, and so I had to learn a few harsh lessons, but, you know, at the end of the day, we ended up leaving with us not leaving but i mean like ending the mint with a solid team and now you know we're progressing and growing the team even more um and filtering out the people who didn't have like our best interests at heart or you know or weren't willing to put in the work because you know for five months i literally did not even leave the house like my mom was bringing me groceries i was working 24 7 i think my mental health was like literally at the worst state possible Mm -hmm. because i think a lot of people in the web3 space there's there's some topic of conversation about like mental health in this space but i think that people need to to bring more awareness of mental health especially like even like an investor's angle like the whole whitelist grind thing is super toxic and really bad for like and even like you know uh discords with fud it's like it's it's really damaging to like mental health and as well as like being a founder for a project it's literally so much work like the type of work that like, I always thought I was a hard worker, but that was a type of work where it was, like, it was really, like, it felt like a boot camp for five months, you know? Your inner, it, it was, like, it was testing my resilience for sure because I dealt with a lot of bumps in the road and a lot of stress. Like, I remember my immune system was so down. Like, I literally was getting sick all the time. I was getting my, like, food delivered. I did not leave the house. Like, literally did not even step foot outside for, like, five months. Um, I would sleep maybe, like, three hours a day because it's, like, you're dealing with people who are international, too. So it's, like, you have to work, like, 20 hours a day. Yeah. Um, and at that time, like, you know, we went, we went through a lot, a lot of stress. Um, and it might not be for everybody, you know? Like, it just depends on what you're willing to do and to how much work you're willing to put in but at the end of the day it's a super fulfilling thing oh yeah i remember after the hack it was it really tested our resilience because we cut out all the international mods and it was just our la-based team which is our little group of friends like six people that we literally i didn't i probably got max five hours of sleep in a three-day time span yeah and that really tested my like worth work ethic resilient resilience for just working 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 like even my mom's like 
like, when are you going to come out of your room? When are yeah. you going to stop working? I'm like, I can't. Like, I have to just grind it out. Yeah. And it's a really 24-7 job working it is. in this I mean, Thanks. even like the week before Mint, I think was the most intense period for Women of Crypto because that was like, you know, when we had to deal with like the whole Mint aspect of it. And even now we have a lot of work, but it's not like, like what? Because the thing is, after the hack, we were so paranoid that we, we cut out everybody who worked out, who worked with us internationally. And so we only had our LA based team. So I had everybody literally move into my apartment stay with me we had mattresses on the ground everybody was sleeping on mattresses on the ground we were like we were sleeping on the couch mattresses on my bed like and taking turns sleeping like it was like Your someone would say from like like 11 till 2 they'll be sleeping and then the person would shift and it was like a shift you know and at the end of the day it was very rewarding like we built a very strong community we made a lot of friends and um it definitely created like long you know lifelong lessons and experiences mm -hmm. like i would not trade experience this experience for anything like mm -hmm. yeah probably the hardest work I've ever done in my life and but it is the most fulfilling work I've also done in my life and mm -hmm. I get to work with like some of my best friends yeah. who I consider family yeah. so it I wouldn't trade this experience yeah. for anything else um moving on um how was the journey of growing our community so organically in the discord and so still growing it so the biggest thing that I've learned is pre-mint marketing and post-mint marketing are very different things. Ecom marketing and NFT marketing are very different things as well. And so I had to try so many different things to grow our community because at first it was very slow and then finally something clicked and, you know, we were able to grow our community. But um, NFT marketing is a very, very... I wouldn't say complicated because it's pretty straightforward, but it's also a very, like, niche-based marketing tactic that you have to do and obviously at that time like even from the like starting a project I didn't know even like you know the structure I had to do so I had to learn a lot within the like the few months I was building Woman of Crypto like how to like what an ERC token was what a solidity development was like how to build a discord up how to build a community how to market an NFT product like it, these are all things that like it's like running a business because it is a business at the end of the day like right now Woman of Crypto has around 23 employees um and so it's it's crazy. Today. So I think what was like super inspiring was that so many people within our community was so dedicated towards like our bigger vision of bringing in women into the space. So we did have a lot of new Web3 women come in. Um, and, you know, I would get DMs every day, people, people being like, I finally found like an NFT project that I resonated with because, you know, at that time there were so many like male projects like that had like male characteristics and like obviously as a woman like when I would look at them too I wasn't super excited about them like they were cool but it was like dang like I don't really relate to that oh but I finally I wanted to create a project that people related to especially women and so a lot of women were coming to me being like this is my first project like I love this project and I resonated with it um and even a lot of guys um were messaging me being like I got this for my sister for my daughter for my wife um and they're super excited like because the best way to get into the nft space is by buying your first or owning your first nft that's how I got in you know like I mean I wa I learned a lot and then I got my first nft and that's where like my whole obsession for nft started no yeah um I actually was brought into the nft space because of Amy like I didn't really know anything about it cuz mm -hmm. I didn't really have the brain capacity to sit down and dive right into it because it takes a lot of work to it takes a lot of work to build the knowledge of it I, it takes a lot of work to understand the terms that are used every mm -hmm. day like 
rug pulling, minting, um, whitelist. Like it took me a while to understand what those meant. Mm-hmm. And um, I just remember me and you just sitting down talking about NFTs probably on Christmas that she's like, oh, I'll just send you all the resources I learned from. And once you learn, I will give, and then she gave me the women in crypto discord. So that I just started talking and chatting in that, Mm. like bonding with the community, like as, um, like we kind of kept it on the download that I knew Amy personally. (laughs) (laughs) That everybody's going to be, you know, asking her for whitelist sponsors. Yeah. Like I didn't want, I didn't want people to know that, um, I knew Amy personally because I didn't want people to be like, oh, you're on, you only made it on the team because you know the founder personally you've known the founder for two years you you, she has bias towards you and yeah i learn every day that i work like i don't i'm i'm totally open to criticism totally open to um things i can do better because i don't know everything i don't Mm -hmm. know everything i'm constantly learning i'm constantly building my knowledge through the work i'm doing I mean, it's such a new space too. Like most people don't know everything because it, it's impossible. It's yeah. it's growing every day, and it's they say like the in the NFT space, like one week is literally like a year in the NFT space. You know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I think Jillian makes up a, a really good point. Is that for me, even when I started, woman, um, even not even when I started Woman of Crypto, but even when I got into the NFT space, I joined a bunch of communities, and I would just ask so many questions, like, "What's a whitelist? What's this? Like, how do I get whitelisted?" And that's how I learned the most, is because by making friends and talking to people. Um, that's kind of what Jillian did too. Like, we were at um, my boyfriend's Christmas party. It's my boyfriend's cousin, Jillian. Oh yeah, hi. I'm, I'm um, but you know and we were talking in the discord i mean no i was like i remember at the christmas party i was already when i started woman of crypto so i was like trying so hard to be present but i had to also run like the community so i was like on the discord and she was like what is that and i was like this is my nft project and i sent her a list of videos to watch and then you know she came over and then she started chatting in the discord and i'm like and i saw like how hard jillian was 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 trying yeah was working to learn about the nft space and i was like why don't you come work for us you're gonna learn a lot and every, actually, most of my friends ended up working for me. And, you know, now, like, we're almost all NFT experts because yeah. you learn a lot when you're starting a project um, because you see it from not only the outside perspective, but also the, in, like, the insider perspective. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's crazy. Like, it's honestly, I think, the craziest mm-hmm. period. It's like it, they call it the Wild West in the NFT space because it is, you know. Um, and everybody's still growing in this space. Everybody's still learning, you know. Um, and I'm just excited to see, like, what the future holds. Yeah, um yeah like you said like we're probably like more nft experts now like i talked to my i talked to my parents and they're like what are you even saying (laughs) because i like i talk so much about what like i i'm in love with the nft space now like Mm -hmm. even though it can be stressful even though it can be like taking a toll on your mental health sometimes i have to step away like there's been some days where i text you and i go hard on the discord like I'm like, Amy, I just need a couple of days. Like, I, mm. I can't, I can't, like, talk mm-hmm. today. Like, I broke down sometimes because, like, people can be so mean when mm. they want something. They can, like, take into account that they forget you're a human being and forget you mm. have feelings. Well, that's also, I think, one of the worst, I, I would say the cons of the NFT space is that a lot of people are anonymous. And so they're willing to be more outlandish. Like, FUD in the NFT space, I've seen in a lot of different projects, including Women of Crypto, obviously, a lot of FUD and a lot of toxicity. 
But of course, it's easy to say whatever and, you know, act however you want when you're behind a fake name and a PFP. Yeah. When me and like, the whole team are Exactly. Doxed. But when you when you put yourself out there and you're vulnerable, I don't think people understand like how tolling it can t- be on your mental um, to, to have to deal with thousands of, you people know, in my ear. And yeah, exactly. What I deal with on the daily basis. Yeah. I'm the moderator. But it's so understandable because Woman of Crypto is not perfect. We dealt with a lot um, and it's a all lot. a learning lesson, you know, um, and we're trying, you know, our best and we're learning from everything that we've made mistakes on and we're just going to continue growing from here um, and continue executing everything that we have planned for you guys. And so, yeah. So um, it looks like I skipped a question. Um, what is the um, Women of Crypto's plans for the next few months? So, okay, so we actually have a lot, and I think the next few months going to be the most action-packed for Women of Crypto. April is like yeah, April is going to be the most packed. Um, so we have like the loot box. Consistency, we said. Yeah, so we have the loot box coming out in April. Um, the loot box is going to essentially hold a, a s- token for Women of Crypto, like a Women of Crypto token. Um, it's going to hold a whitelist spot for a project and as well as it's going to hold a physical tangible product. So we, we partnered up with this teeth whitening company um, and basically we're going to send out all of our holders a free teeth whitening kit and it's going to have like a woman of crypto packaging. It's going to be really cute. We're going to be on the website for the, yeah. p- for the company. Um, and so, yeah, of course, it took a few months probably to get this all together because, again, like we're not only dealing with our inside team we're dealing with a lot of outside factors as well and i think people don't understand that that's why it takes so long and that's why sometimes it's hard to give you guys updates and stuff because we're not only doing it within ourselves it's like we're dealing with china we're dealing with like different countries we're dealing with people who are doing like solidity development in the staking mechanism they're dealing with like other projects stuff like that um and our artists and our trailers like these are all things that not only depend on us but also them as well Mm -hmm. Um, and Men of Crypto is also coming out at the end of April. Um, that's going to be a free mint for all of our Women of Crypto holders, um, as well as Men of Crypto Trailer 2 is coming out in a few weeks. I think like in a week, actually. Um, yeah. And just, you know, uh, obviously the podcast, we're going to be continuing. And something I actually also m- am going to be doing is um, continuing our YouTube channel because I want to create more basic fundamental videos. Oh, sorry. I forgot the most important thing. The app too. The app. The yeah. app is gonna have the educational videos on it, and that's actually also gonna be done in April. So I think we're gonna be throwing a lot at you guys in April. Um, yeah, but but you guys would like. You guys have been waiting, so yeah, we, we owe waiting. that to you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we do have the app coming out. But aside from that, I'm also on the media side of things. Um, we're gonna continue obviously like our merch. We're gonna open up an e-com store as well as a YouTube channel where I'm gonna be teaching more fundamental NFT videos for people who want to come into the Web three space, and I think that'd be good exposure for of crypto as well also that and also i just started like um a tiktok page where i'm gonna be posting like more mm-hmm. maybe not like nft related content but more personable content with the um with the team so you can guys kind of can get to know us more and mm-hmm. get to know our personalities more rather than on discord behind a screen you can like see us be like w- like interact with each other in the videos as well so also i'll be doing that um, I'm starting to post like three times a week consistently as well. Okay, guys. So that was it for today's podcast. Hopefully this was a good first episode. Again, this was like our third time filming it. Um, but <laughs> my first time on camera, her first time on camera, but so we had like I our other team nervous. in it. Yeah. Um, but. but again, for the future of the podcast, we're going to be talking web three NFT projects coming up, women in the web three space, having, you know, other women in the web three space come in and, you know, speak as well. So yeah. make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. And this is just the beginning.
Yes. Okay, bye guys. Bye.